You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. If you've never watched a Rams game in your life before, and you don't know what a fourth down is or how a team scores, you don't have to be an expert for enjoyment to occur. If you need a team to root for, that's what we're here for. It's not a car. It's not a bus. Hop on board. You're safe with us. Welcome to the bandwagon. He's Larry and I'm Kevin. Welcome to the bandwagon. Go Rams, go Okay, so, so Larry, we're gonna we're gonna not acknowledge the thing that just happened, and we're gonna move on to uh, say maybe not undefeated, but we're going to the Super Bowl still, right? Uh, I obviously from uh, what just happened, uh, this game upset my stomach. That's we'll just leave it at that. Uh, it's not as gross as you but, might think, but it is the it yeah. is it is still a bodily ex- exertion that occurred. Yeah, yeah. Um, Larry burped. So, yes. Larry burped. <laughs> well, okay. Let's just tell everybody everything that goes on behind the scenes, shall we? Um, yeah, this is uh, this is this is a bummer. I, Kevin, uh, I'm Larry Morgan. This is Kevin Schatz. This is Welcome to the Bandwagon. Mm-hmm. You know that because it says so on anything you're listening to this on. So why people introduce themselves in the first place seems like ridiculous and a waste of time. And I'm clearly in a in a crappy mood mm-hmm. right now yeah. after this game. Um, Look, 49ers won 30 to 23. Let's just make sure we're up to speed. Game two, Rams ended up losing. That's where we're at. Kevin, I wanted to beat this team so badly Hmm. for so many reasons. Mostly because of the effing fans that were so snooty about it and showed up in force. Uh, for, For all the people... All the uh, you know people who were picking winners and and you know defaulting to the Niners. I wanted 
I want it. I know it's only week two, and there is nothing you can say definitively about how this is going to play out. But yeah. this is a team we're going to have to be able to beat, yeah. no matter what. Oh yeah. Uh, and um, and the, and look, the Rams. This was not comparable to losses last season when we were just looking at a woeful team. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think that there were definitely still some some issues and, and we don't have everybody fully healthy. Um, I was looking at stats earlier and, you know, if you, there are two things that stand out in this game and there are two fundamental things that, that were the biggest problem with, I think the end result of this Rams loss, because if you look down the stats, they are relatively even and the Rams even went out on a couple of things like, Passing yards, Brock Purdy. They're not relying on to throw downfield. Not when you got Christian uh, McCaffrey <laughs> running, so and you got Debo Samuel's who can you know so many yards after a catch, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. Yep. But really even stats overall. Rams actually had uh, more time of possession. They were on the f- offense was on the field more. But it comes down to two things: two turnovers, mm-hmm. all from the both from the Rams, mm-hmm. and I think penalties. I think the Rams were penalized six or seven times for over 50 yards. Uh, yeah, they, and, I think you're right. And the, and the 49ers penalized three times once toward the end of the game. And if it weren't for that, this was a game the Rams could not only have easily stayed in, and they kind of did yeah. with, <laughs> with until they made another interception. But I, I can't disparage this team yeah. because I think – that we're in a much better place than we were last season, for sure. Mm-hmm. But I just wanted to beat these freaking effing 49. I'm going to call them the effing Niners. Effing Niners. <laughs> that's what oh, the, that's what the FNSF so stands for. The FNSF is for effing, yeah. Yeah, I did too. Yeah. I did too, man. I, I, I agree with everything you said. In terms of the game, the turnovers killed us. We we you know Yes, we scored a, a field goal in the last second of the game, but... the to be only down by one touchdown is like, okay, that's one score that either of those two turnovers could have been a totally different game if we hadn't turned it over and kept. So it's the story of football, right? But my whole thing is, and, and I'll, if I can just come in with my first random thought. The, Please, the, uh, let's do The it. story of the game to me was, what the heck people from Southern California who are 49ers fans? Like, what the heck? How do you exist in this world? That's my whole thing. So the, the stadium was, was <laughs> it was a red out. It was a red out. They, they, you do a pan out of the stadium, it was full of red red jerseys. It was it was sporty. red with smattering of blue it, with it with a with a tasteful touch of blue. Tasteful <laughs> here, touch of blue here and there. You know, every now and then yeah, they would they, do. They had a tough time with the TV cameras finding finding Rams fans a pot a pocket of Rams fans that they didn't have to close in real tight to kind of block out the red. I mean, the they rest? rarely actually yeah. showed the crowd. They rarely showed the crowd. I, it, maybe there's something about SoFi that they just. I don't know if it's not conducive to it, but they, but anytime they pulled back, it was sea of red, tasteful splash of blue yeah. here and there. That was that was the decorating scheme in the stadium today, and we knew that going in. Yeah, we did. But my whole so th- this is me. I'm going to admit I am uh, I am as the kids say, what is it? I'm I'm butt hurt. I'm a little butt hurt about this whole thing. I'm being <laughs> is, that what, is that what the kids the say? Ki- Kevin? The kids say it. The kids. The, the kids yeah, do say I've, that. Yeah, I've, I've I've been yeah. My my sister's an elementary school teacher, and she says the kids all day they they're just butt hurt all day. That's what they say. Butt hurt. Butt That's hurt. What they butt say. Hurt. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm butt hurt because I'm from L.A. 
And I just, there is a, there is a strong rivalry between Southern California and Northern California, as you know, as most people in Southern California and in and, and California in general know. And to me, it's just sort of a rule of thumb that if you live in, if you're born and raised, I should say, in one of those regions, you just don't root for the other team. I personally know a number of people who are from Southern California who are 49ers fans. And I, I, here's what I do understand. I do understand that LA didn't have a team for 20 years. I understand that. For a that. very long time. For a yes. very and long they, time. Uh, I, and, they, and they sure as heck weren't going to adopt the Chargers, I, right? And I, so, I, guess, uh, <laughs> I guess not. I guess, but I would if I, I didn't adopt any team. But if, if I were to be rooting for any team, I would have been rooting for the Chargers from San Diego over the San Francisco 49ers. So I just, I literally can't wrap my head around how people chose to hop on the 49ers train. But I the other thing I'll say is I'm coming from this as, as a Dodger fan and it would, you know, you just do not root for the Giants if you're a Dodger fan right. and vice versa. Right. And I, I guess I guess I'm almost posing it as a question. Like, does that same barrier occur for LA uh LA people rooting for the 49ers or am I just butthurt because we lost to the Niners today and there were we were totally overwhelmed in terms of uh in terms of fan number, in terms of fan ratio. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I would I would diagnose your major symptom as uh, pain in the posterior for sure. Um, but you know, keep in mind, Kevin. I mean, also, look if we were to like you, you know what kind of contingent of Raiders fans there is still, yeah, yep. and and they and they were in Los Angeles for a relatively short time. Yeah. But so I I think part of it is that there is a whole couple of generations mm -hmm. of people who did not have the Rams to root for. Mm -hmm. And when they left, they didn't leave in the best of circumstances. And there were a lot of people who were butthurt uh, <laughs> when, when they picked up and moved down. Yep. And so I, I, I think, you know, look, it, it's, it's, it hasn't been that long that the team has come back. There was always a lot of conjecture about whether Southern California would embrace a team and then got two and I think we're still seeing that, uh, th unfortunately, the reputation that L.A. fans have is that it is a fair-weather city when it comes to sports teams. Yeah. And they will, they will jump on the bandwagon. It, keep in mind, Kevin, it's why we named it the podcast. <laughs> we are the bandwagon. Welcome to the bandwagon. <laughs> That's right. You're saying I already uh, knew this information going in. Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> you, I, you, should, you should have retained this. Uh, this was not a secret to you. So... Uh, also, keep in mind, uh, that team travels well. Yeah. It's very easy. Look, when I was going to USC, there were two big road trips every year. That uh, uh -huh. I mean, one one big road trip every year, and it was either to the Cal game or the Stanford game. Sure. And I think for 49ers fans, it's a big deal to come down to Los Angeles. One, uh, because uh, they want to get out of that damn fog. Yes, and, yes. Uh, and two... LA is so much cooler. Yeah, they, they wanted to um, come I mean here. That, yes, yes. They came here yeah. because because we are just. You mean cooler? Yeah. Not in the not in the temperature sense. You mean in the? No, it's actually it's <laughs> literally like 
40 degrees up there yeah, right now. Exactly. So, yeah. Unless you're in the East Bay and it's 170 degrees. Exactly. I mean, it's just, yeah. what the hell is going on up there? Well, Larry, so, uh, yeah. That's, that's, that's my, my, my thought on that. But, um, yeah. My, I, yeah. My whole point is, if you know someone, talking to the listener, if you know someone who is a 49ers fan who is from Los Angeles, I want you to judge them. And I, I want you to judge them so hard, okay? Oh, We're boy, encouraging you judgment. Really you judge. You don't hurt them. Don't cause them any physical or emotional pain. Just judge them hard. Just say, I'm judging you. Yeah. I'm judging your choices in life. That's all I'm saying. Um, I don't, yeah. I don't know how closely you listen to any Mark Sanchez-isms. There weren't a lot. There weren't a ton. No. But there is I, one that I, I, that I want to really dig into. And I'm curious what you have on your good. mind. Because I have one too, and and I I will admit that I got started I got started late. I wasn't able to watch the game live, <laughs> and so I did some catch up. But I did want to try. I I did become as opposed to last week. I did become highly annoyed with Mark Sanchez much faster this game <laughs> than I did last game. So I didn't want to spend a lot of time, and mostly because I, I find that he talks about himself in a way that he makes himself part of the joke. A lot, as um, in, I'm Mark Sanchez. I'm a former uh, pro quarterback. Everybody knows who I am. Like he's freaking Troy Aikman or something. Yeah, I got it's it. It's like, Mark, you had a very, you had a bit of mild success on a on a mediocre team, but for the most part, you are generally thought of as one of the one of the least successful mm. <laughs> yeah. uh, of of the many unsuccessful. Uh, uh, draft picks for the New York Jets yes. uh, at quarterback. So, uh, yeah, he annoyed me right away. But I have one as well, and that's when I stopped taking notice of anything he said because he was annoying me. So let's compare notes. What what was yours? Well, mine came, I think it was in the third quarter. I'm not sure when yours came, but it was... Mine came very early. It okay. was when... Uh, is it Joey Bosa? I, I actually can't remember which Bosa is on the 49ers right now, but um, the Bosa that's on the 49ers had a chance to, like, really... Nick Bosa had a chance to, like, really cover someone and tackle them, and, and a block saved him or something along those lines. And the way that Mark Sanchez referred to it. He says, oh man, Bosa would have been all over him like a cheap suit. And at, it, when you first hear it, I'm like, yeah, yeah, all over him like a cheap suit. But I literally, I had, so I, I was watching the game with my girlfriend, which was very nice of her to, to put up with my Rams fandom and watch the game for a little bit. And she heard it and we kind of giggled. And then we stopped and looked at each other and we were like, what does that mean exactly? <laughs> <laughs> like, why would why wouldn't an, an expensive suit also be all over someone? Like, what is it specifically about a cheap suit that is all over? Oh, maybe I mean a jumpsuit would be all over you. What it, 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 are we missing something, or was that just a Mark Sanchez? Like, yeah, that's why Mark Sanchez is not the best broadcaster in the world. Uh I, here's the problem. He used that phrase wrong. I don't think he understands what that means <laughs> okay. because that. Uh, that is a saying that has existed. I mean, it's basically a saying that has existed since. It, it might as well be, you know, twenty three skidoo or something. You know, it's <laughs> like they were saying that. <laughs> the, the because the when, when he's using it in some way, like as if a cheap suit like envelops the body or something, and that's not what it means. Essentially, the phrase was always intended to mean either a cheap suit or a cheap shirt, um, like, it, it, it would be used in the guise of like, oh, boy, that lady, boy, she's been around like a cheap suit. It would mean Got it. The, the suit was so cheap that you see it everywhere. It's everywhere. Or a cheap shirt that everybody, it's that, it's that shirt at 
Kmart yes. that everybody bought, and then suddenly you see like nine guys walking down the street with it. So whereas he he's using the phrase as, wrong, it enveloped something, which that is not yeah. the proper. Okay, this is great because yeah. at least now I have logic behind why he said it, but it was used illogically and incorrectly. This is this is that which sums up I think Mark Sanchez as a as a <laughs> as a broadcaster, yeah. illogical yeah. and um and what was the other in I said some word discombobulated. <laughs> let's say that. <laughs> <laughs> Much like you and I today, discombobulated. Yeah. He, that, look, Mark Sanchez would be, and again, we're bagging on him again. I'm sorry. Sorry, Mark. We do love he you, would Mark. Be a, he would be a much better color commentator if he just didn't try to use, like, f- funny phrases or sayings. It was just like, use your insight. When you use your insight as a player, as somebody He's who, great. Because he does understand what the players are doing. Yeah. He just, if you don't have to use funky phrases or or metaphor mm-hmm. and if you don't need to know the names of the players which he has trouble with as well you're going to be fine yeah so don't do those things <laughs> keep using numbers yes uh, you know number yes. 17 he keeps um, he keeps trying right, to slide here. these jokes in like sliding into a dm right see that would be a mark that would be a mark sanchez oh, that, that if see, he would say it exactly he would it. say i'm full of yeah. these i'm full of these just like the yeast from so here <laughs> Here's the one where I I tuned out okay. uh, because I knew it was just going to be it was going to be I, I just was not in the mood I wanted to I was so caught up in in wanting this game to go well that I just like I do not have room for Sanchez in my head <laughs> yeah. today so um, here's the one where I where I tuned out and it's very similar to last week's which I pointed out which was um, talking about a player and saying boy you just can't say enough about that guy yes. and then there was stony silence because his his broadcast partner was waiting for him to finish the sentence. So you got more but to apparently, say? as we said, you can say enough about that guy because he stopped talking. Um, this one was uh, talking about, I believe it was it was Brock Purdy he was talking about, about going up, or maybe it was Stafford. I, I'm, I really forget. It was mm-hmm. about one of the quarterbacks mm-hmm. where he was saying, um, he's going up to the line of scrimmage with a menu of plays. Or at least two, <laughs> and and it's like, well, well, Mark, I don't know how many you must be making enough money to go to a lot of decent restaurants, but maybe, and maybe he's going to one of those really like eclectic restaurants where you open the menu and it just has two. But for the most it's a, part, it's a wedding for those menu. of us, it, it's a wedding menu. For those of us who who live in a world of Cheesecake Factory being the nicest place we go to. Um, there are generally more than two items on your average menu. So yeah. it was just another one of those turn of phrases that was like, do you even hear what you're saying? You're putting two things in the same sentence that don't have a relation to each other. Uh, he's got a menu of plays he's going back to the line of scrimmage with, or at least two. There's at least two. Hey, I'll, I'll pull out the button-up shirt when I'm going to Cheesecake Factory, I'll tell you right now. I'll, and I'll, I'll button almost all of them. I will. <laughs> yeah. I I might actually dust out my uh, dust off my good shoes the old, the old good shoes yeah the old yeah. not dirty ones well I I have one more one more random thought that I'll share with you and, right. it, and this is this is very much a you're gonna have to stay with me on this one but I was okay. I was pretty pleased at first at the beginning of the game with with Tutu Atwell he was and now he made a big 
mistake in a route. I don't know if you remember that, that ca- that really cost us. Uh, I think it was, yes. yeah, it really derailed that, that drive and maybe the game, but Tutu was showing up at the beginning. I mean, Tutu and, and, um, and uh, Puka was was doing great. We haven't even mentioned Puka. Puka's the yeah. He I mean most we, we receptions were, we, for a rookie. We, and- we had such a bromance on him last week that uh, he 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 got so much use today that he's got and he was questionable going into the game yeah. with an oblique injury that he had been dealing with and and that didn't show up. He got like dinged in the ribs at one point. I thought he was going to be out for the rest <laughs> of the game. He once again had 100 plus yards receiving. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was the most highly targeted guy of the day, and he got the crap beat out of him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he really did. He did. But but at the beginning of the game, it was there were some great drives by Tutu. There was some great drives by Puka. Uh, Kyron Williams was scored the first two touches. I mean, he just keeps scoring for us. He's a great running back. Yes, he's the go-to guy. Now this is going to very Kevin brained. I saw you know uh, Tutu Atwell's been around for a while, and I thought, wait a minute, Tutu. His name is Tutu. That's like what. That's the little pink tutu that ba- that little ballerinas wear, and I thought, oh, wow, no. could, we need to get a movement. I, here's what I was hoping for: that tutu was just going to tear it up, right? He was just going to, and he's going to have this crazy year, and we're going to just much like the melonhead movement, we're going to catch on the tutu wearing movement. Tutu Atwell becomes a star, and and people are wearing tutu. J- picture um, Ace Ventura when he when he goes and tries to get into the uh, uh, whatever it was sanitarium, and and the, you're, you're you're nodding your head already, so you're really gonna like this here's no i know i'm going I'm, my head is going the opposite direction for listeners to the podcast. it's not a, it's not uh, an up and no. down nod it's a it's a left no. and right nod he is not all about this here we go here's how you prove that you're an ultimate rams fan picture uh you can picture me dressed in rams gear right throw I'm on i'm doing it right now throw yes. on a tutu for tutu out well mm-hmm. we're gonna go ahead and throw on some puka shells representing puka nakua <laughs> go ahead and put a donald duck hat on that head for aaron donald we got a staff in my hand for Matthew Stafford. And you know what? For the heck of it, throw in, oh, no, throw in a red no. solo cup for Cooper Cup. And that right there, my friends, is the ultimate Rams fan. And this is where I edit in applause sound effects. <laughs> <laughs> Hooray! And unfortunately, the sound of the crowd is very sparse due to the fact that it's, it's mostly 49ers, it's 49ers fans. 49ers fans! It, <laughs> even in the sound effect. Um, you're welcome. Well, it, it's, you're welcome. You're, you, uh, tell you what. The next game you have access to go see, <laughs> I I encourage you, and I will I will join you in spirit. I <laughs> yeah, encourage you because I think you are a trendsetter, Kevin. D- Everybody knows that about yes, you. Yes, yes. And I think if anybody's going to get that movement going, it's it's definitely on you. Pat myself so yes, Tutu. I, I'm not sure about whether they're going to let you bring a staff <laughs> into a staff football might be game. Hard. Might have to go. Di- Maybe in I'll just wear a staff T-shirt. That's what I'll have to do. <laughs> Yeah, there, there you Staff go. on okay. the back. All right. All right. There's always an alternative there. Larry, I'm surprised uh, you know, you're on board even a little bit. This has just made my day. It's going to happen. I am I am so on board in encouraging you to go to a game dress that way. <laughs> okay. That's how I am fully behind you on doing that. You did bring up, uh, bringing up Tutu Atwell. It did hit me. I can't believe we've never mentioned this before, but with the receiving core that we have, mm-hmm. and we have, we talked about, again, we talked about Puka Nakua, uh, uh, Cooper Cup still... Uh, out, which I believe at least two more games he's out. Uh, but we we haven't really acknowledged the fact that on the receiving core we have Puka, we have Cooper, and we have Tutu. There are yes. three U sound receivers yes. that we can all get that that 
if there were a big enough crowd in SoFi for the Rams, you would think that they were booing every time something good happened. Yep. It, it, but but I just it just occurred to me that that uh, the most popular vowel sound <laughs> on the Rams on receiving squad is ooh. ooh. Bodes well for some uh, cheering so, once we get some fans in the building. Man, Larry, I, it was so crazy because uh, I at one point I, I ran and used the restroom. I was washing my hands and I could hear the TV from the other room and I heard all this cheering and I was like, whoa, we're at SoFi, home team, something good must happen and then it clicked. Oh wait, a lot of cheering means bad in this particular game. It was, just, it, but yes, to your point, I love that you put together the ooze of the Rams, and hopefully when we play a team like maybe when, maybe when the Commanders <laughs> the come to ooze. town, when the, yeah the ooze when the Commanders come to town, there's no Commanders <laughs> fans in LA as far as I know. Uh, maybe then maybe then the ooze will begin for the the Pukas and the Tutus of the world yeah, and the Coopers, uh, of course. Uh, uh, uh yes well okay December seventeenth I believe that's Here. actually the the Thursday night game that I that I might be able to get tickets for go. I wonder why that one's so available um, <laughs> yeah hey, by the way that's a good point preseason Larry do you recall uh, every home game Larry and Kevin getting emails hey you want to go to the game want to go to the game I I was gonna make one and couldn't because of COVID I did make the second the Niners come to town crickets. Crickets. Yeah, nothing. nothing. No, they're not. Yeah, they're not like leaving a nice envelope on our desk. <laughs> no, hey, no. enjoy. Not a. So, um, look, uh, one loss this early in the season season does not mean anything. I, I think that we can still say stay Pollyannas of podcasting and be positive about this. The, the The downside is there is no doubt that the 49ers are a formidable team. Yeah. That was a very good defense we played against today. Yep. And that is not a defense that you can leave any room for mistakes. And we shot ourselves in the foot. I mean, that was literally, it was not an excuse. We, we, the mistakes we made were critical and the 49ers are good enough to take advantage of it. Rock Purdy. I don't think he's the next, uh, uh, Tom Brady or anything, but solid guy, no interceptions, um, he does the job. Efficient. He does the job. And he's got enough tools around him, and that defense is so strong. They are going to be a force. So it is, it is not shocking that we would have a loss this early in the season to the 49ers, but we are going to have to find a way to beat them at some point. And keep in mind, the NFL is very wacky. Um, I mean, look, the, the Detroit Lions, who started their season in week one, beating the Kansas City Chiefs, the reigning world champions, lost to the team that we beat last week, the Seattle the Seahawks. Seattle Seahawks. I couldn't um, believe that and, when I saw that. Uh, what else? What else? Yeah, Aaron Rodgers. The, 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 the new hope for the New York Jets, yep. who was going to finally bring the Jets back to prominence yep. uh, with all these great tools around him, plays four, has four snaps and is out for the season. Yep. And um, incredible. Uh, and uh, if you want wacky, those damn orange jerseys that the Chicago Bears trotted out. Oh, and the orange like, helmets to go with them. I mean, at least yes, put on all, or, the oh, all orange. That yeah. was not so, pleasant. No, that was not hey, pleasant. You've lost the three times you've worn those, you've lost your game, you, Chicago Bears. So think about so, this. Look, the NFL is weird. 
Everything could turn on a dime. Bengals are zero two to start. Bang, the Bengals are zero two. The Chargers are zero two after being ex- Char- like, Chargers are zero two. Chargers are zero two. Uh, what was they were expected to, you know, have a big uh, a big year, and they're already, you know, going to be in panic mode o- over there. So y- you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, we have no idea how the season's going to go. Yeah, I think this team will get better. I think this team will get healthier. We'll have all our weapons back. Matthew Stafford is going to throw interceptions. Yeah. He is that kind of quarterback, but not chronically. And uh, hey, it took till the third and, quarter of game two for him to throw his first interception. I think that I do think that shows something, you know, and I think there's just some ironing out that needs to be done with the new guys yeah. and getting the system going. And and uh, as, as much of a bummer as it is that we lost, I do think there was a lot to look at as, wow, we had some pretty good success against that tough defense. And once once we're firing on all cylinders, ooh, there's a chance we, you know, yes. There's a chance. I mean, but the point is, I'm ready to look ahead after this, and uh, we can definitely beat the Bengals, even though we have to travel to Cincinnati, yeah. I think. Yeah. Uh, 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 beating the Bengals should not be uh, – th- that should be a great way to take uh, out some revenge on on this one. Totally, this totally. Um, yes. So we're looking forward to that. It's a Monday night game, so we'll be here for you. Yep. First thing on Tuesday, check your feed. We'll, uh, we'll have a reaction to that one, hoping – uh, believing it is going to be a positive one. And uh, I uh, am anticipating that Kevin is going to be so fired up. And considering that we have one extra day this next week before <laughs> we do a post-game uh, reaction is that you will show up in full, you know, uh, th- in full Rams fan gear, as you described on this, and put on the record in this podcast Yes. That you are now going to, <laughs> you know, don this for every game. I had so a, I, begin acquiring those items, my friend. I had a, I had about three puka shell necklaces in 1998. So I just got to I got to go to my parents' house and dig them up at the bottom of a just of a box somewhere. Look in that box. I know yeah. they're there. Yeah. I know they're there. And, and, and we're just gonna. And bring, they probably still have you. They probably still have your first tutu as well. <laughs> yes, so. that's that's somewhere there too. I wear that every day anyway. So welcome to the bandwagon. He's Larry. Kevin, welcome to the bandwagon. Go Rams, go now, come on in, all aboard. Excuse me. <laughs> Don't. You keep that in, and I will. I will hunt you down and smack you.